You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different. Welcome to the Wild 7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Red. Today we are doing a very calm, very relaxing show where we're not doing anything crazy. We're not having a big party. We're not doing anything nuts. We wanted to do something nuts before this show started, but it didn't work out. Bobby, our house DP, was called by a religious person. And then I said, Bobby, give me that number. Maybe I can talk to this person on the podcast. We called Captain Morgan, our intern, patched the number through, but they didn't pick up. So instead of having a a show of hilarity and fun, poking fun at religious people and stuff like that, we're just going to be talking about a movie that came out that is number one in the world, or in the country right now, Candyman. And so today, it's, uh, let's let the music because it's relaxed. You know what I mean, Captain Morgan? How are you, Captain Morgan? I'm doing good. You're doing good? Yeah. You sound yeah. a little low there. Which, oh, which mic are you on? Uh, I think I'm on mic uh, four. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. We put everybody a notch in above, above me because my voice is very bassy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But uh, how, how are you? How is everything? Good. I'm doing good. Hey, I wanted to ask yeah. you something. You went, I think last time I saw you, you were going with a few of your cousins mm-hmm. to go see Hamilton. Yeah. How was that? I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I tried watching the the like film part on Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, like a few times and I've never gotten through like or past like maybe 20 minutes. Right. I don't know why. But watching it in person, it, uh, I I don't I it highly cool. recommend it. Yeah, it, it was, was like way better like that just seeing it in person, right. I think. So Yeah. You tell me so it's like it's a I'm I'm fairly new to not new to it. I've heard about it forever, but I don't know that much about it. It's like hip hop and it's American history, and they combine the two, and it's kind of cool and stuff. Yeah, they kind of make it. I think what appeals to uh, young people, right? Because it became really popular for like us youngins, right? Um, is that it's very modernized, like historical figures. So you see, like George Washington, like rap, which oh, is nice. kind of like funny. Nice. And nice. there's like a king from like. Britain and he makes jokes and acts all dumb and stuff because right. we're kind of making fun of him. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, I think that's that's kind of the appeal. And the cool thing I kind of noticed uh, during the play was, uh, or musical, mm-hmm. it's called a musical, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's no talking bits. They're singing or rapping the entire time. Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely at some point in my life see Hamilton if I had to see a Broadway show, I am more keen than anything to see the Book of Mormon mm. by those geniuses, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the South Park guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hamilton, it seems like I would enjoy it because a lot of people enjoy it. And I tend to like things that a lot of people enjoy because I'm no different from anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it's a hip hop thing because usually I can't stand those musicals where they just talk, just sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a, an example of one of those that I enjoy is The Who's Tommy. That was like a fun movie where it's all like music, but the music is good. But then other ones, which I won't name, where they're just, I am going to sing my line, Morgan, I am mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, please talk, you know? Yeah. But Hamilton, I imagine, because it's like all hip hoppy, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. It's, it's 
different from like normal Broadway because that is the thing with brought some some things it's like they're just singing because they have to sing right, they're like, right. we are a musical so right. i have to sing these lines instead of just saying them Interesting. but everything that they sing or rapper uh <laughs> or rap <laughs> is uh it it's like good in context Interesting. like no. they make it different right. I don't know. question mm -hmm. the man the gentleman uh, and my hat is off to him with his massive success and this great thing that is communicating to many people. Mm -hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda, I believe yes. his name is? That's yeah, his that's name, his right? Name. Mm -hmm. he, was he in this production that you saw? No, no. Mm -mm. Did anyone in the audience say, where is Lin? No, but you know, I guess everyone in that theater has like seen Hamilton, oh, like on the Disney Plus. So people will come out and then everyone just starts like cheering and applauding for them like oh wow like already like they just step out and then you can't hear them for like the first 30 seconds they're like singing wow because everyone's cheering that but, is interesting yeah so it's just like they're these i don't i don't know any of who the actors are none of them are from the original cast uh -huh, but uh -huh. they get this applause and this praise you know rightfully right they're right. good but yeah. they haven't done anything yet that is so it's like that's 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 wild i mean it yeah. sounds almost like have you ever heard of rocky horror picture show mm -hmm. it sounds almost like hamilton is shaping up to be something like that where you have hamilton heads yeah you know just really digging it and stuff well that's For interesting sure. i'm i'm mm -hmm. i love having uh our our young capos here to tell me these things <laughs> in the culture that that to help me understand the culture and stuff like that that's very yeah. very interesting yeah. captain morgan there is a number one movie in america right now that may change after this weekend because Shang-Chi, Master of Martial Arts is coming out, which I'm super excited, very excited about. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about that, but I have to gripe about something, okay? Yeah. I have a friend and he's, he's my roommate, I, he's a lovely friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is a scientist. He has a very high demand job in terms of the sciences and stuff. And he has a very high demand paper that he has to submit to science officials. And after Monday, he's free. So I have to wait until Monday to see Shang-Chi, Master of Martial Arts, because he's leaving and we want to have that last thing. So I'm a little like, I, I got to wait a few <laughs> days and just avoid social media to avoid any spoilers and stuff like that. That's my yeah. sad life. First oh. world problems, I know. But um, yeah, but um, uh, this movie that is number one in America is called Candyman. I'm going to look up, I thought I could remember the, the woman, and my hat is off to this woman uh, who directed it. Uh, I'm just gonna look up on IMDb. I'm I'm almost there. Sorry, gang, because I I really want to give her the respect that she deserves, and I'm just horrible with names and stuff. But um, Nia DaCosta, Nia DaCosta. I saw Captain Morgan trying to find it, but but I I, I found you it. You got it. You yeah, got it before yeah, yeah, me. I, yeah, <laughs> thank thank you, Captain Morgan. Um, Nia DaCosta, we at Wild Seven salute you. Congratulations. If you're hearing this, which I doubt, but if you are, hey, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Nice to meet you. Um, kudos, 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 kudos. I believe this broke certain records. I, I don't know if this is true or if, if I imagine this or if this is true, but I think she, she is the first woman of color to open a movie number one at that level huge level good job nia you've showed the man you know like i'm, I'm yeah. very happy about i mean it's it's just cool when you see someone that's not like the typical person that you know makes it in the system it's cool when you see that and stuff but it's also doubly cool when it's a franchise that you've known since you were a kid now captain morgan you are you said 21 
I'm 22 now. You're 22. Okay, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. And birthday, I, I, you know. Yeah, I, I got it mixed up with Emily. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, excellent, Emily. You're 22. What do you know of Candyman, if anything? Do you know anything of the mythos or the movies or anything? I saw the trailer. Okay. And it did look interesting. I can't remember if it was... Because there's an older one, right? Yeah. Or like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it feels like uh, those... It feels more real because in I remember in like elementary school, right? Because mm-hmm. the Candyman thing is like you say his name, what, like three times? Right. It's like a Bloody Mary thing. Yeah. yeah. So we would do the Bloody Mary thing in like elementary school. Right. So that, so it, I kind of like that it makes it feel a little more real. Right, right. it's like something... Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel you. I feel you. And today, you know, I am I am a film studies professor. Today, we're gonna. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm just uh, film history slash studies slash analysis slash whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about Candyman because I saw it over the weekend and I highly enjoyed it. And I want to talk about its history a little bit. It's not coming from any expert academic place. Um, Bloody disgusting. This really great horror blog put out a few blog posts about it recently just in celebration of the new movie coming out and sort of these analysis pieces and stuff that are really great and i'm sort of i was able to brush up on the franchise by watching that i watched a little bit of the first one that was made just to brush up like the end of it and stuff so i have a few thoughts um have you ever heard of a gentleman named clive barker captain morgan i have not okay have you ever heard of a franchise called hellraiser yes hellraiser okay Mm -hmm. Clive Barker is the guy who created Hellraiser. He's an amazing artist. His first film was Hellraiser, but he's not really a guy that you could fit into one box, much like me. You know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, I mean, in the sense that like he does everything. Mm-hmm. He he he's an artist and visually, like he paints and stuff. Oh, nice. He's a a writer of great prose. I remember when I was a kid, I read a story of his, a book of his called The Thief of Always that was really cool and stuff that I liked. And um, he's, he also happens to have made films in his life. And his first film was, in fact, Hellraiser. And he, I remember just sort of knowing of him growing up, one of his books, Stephen King made this blurb, like this quote that sort of kind of made his career and his reputation or was a, a big part of it, you know, or a piece of it. Uh, he said, I have seen the future of horror and it is Clive Barker. And that's when you get a, like a legit thing from a legit guy like that, it legitimizes you. It's like uh, Eminem when he came on and Dr. Dre was like, this kid's cool. And so everybody's like, okay, he's cool. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that, that's how it is. You know, uh-huh. I don't know how you feel about him, but you know, he's, I like him. No, I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when I was a kid, I believe Candyman came out, I was in third grade, so I was nine. I was much younger than you. Um, I wasn't even born. Right, 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 right. You were you were in the heavens, waiting to be deposited into the meat bag. You know what I mean? Like that's what we are. We're, we're our souls are deposited. These oh, bodies. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, we're deposited into these meat bags. This is my theory. Our mm-hmm. souls are put in these weird meat bags that are weird contraptions that work almost silent, pretty, pretty much silently. But they're sophi- the most sophisticated organisms in the in the universe are bodies like yeah. you know and then and then we're, we're here we make our friends and then we die and that's it yeah you honestly. come here make your friends and then you die right yeah is there anything else that i'm missing honestly no no i right? feel like if you like really think about how your body works yeah. you feel like you're not real right right because it's just such an odd you know like it's i got bizarre. blood vessels and shit but i, I 
I can't tell. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not looking at you thinking of your blood vessels. I'm like, that's Morgan. That's a human. You know, yeah, like it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing. But anyway, back to my point. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was nine and the trailers for Candyman started coming out and the commercials and stuff. And I remember very vividly um, one of the commercials, you, you would see this like very tr- troubled looking, a, a boy that looks like he was troubled by something, African-American boy. And he says, Candyman's going to get me. And then, and then you, when you're a kid and you know this, just telling me about the uh, Bloody Mary stuff, that kind of mythology is really cool and really just for some reason, it's just so fun to talk about. Maybe it's because of the fact that the children's entertainment is so candy colored and so, oh, hey kids, Disney, blah, 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 blah. And what you're being taught in school is so sanitized. And so, I mean, when you even look at the American history stuff, it's not even true. You yeah. know, it's like, it's all, it's all just a mishmash and stuff. And I'm not a conspiracy guy, just, just so you know. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> you're yeah. not, it's, it's all true. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, so those kind of stories like Bloody Mary, Candyman, just talking about the lore of them, it, 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 it feeds something. I, you know... I, this is, this is, I'm going to get back to my thing, but I, I heard this, I read this somewhere on the internet. It wasn't in a book, so it's not, I'm not that smart, but like, it, it was just a quote from this writer, Neil Gaiman. And he said that, um, he had a cousin who was in the Holocaust, unfortunately. And, uh, she was in the, the one of those, you know, camps, those horrible camps. And one of the uh, laws and the, the rules of the camp was if you were caught with a book, it was instant death. They would kill you. And this woman had a copy of Gone with the Wind and she kept it hidden from these bastard Nazis, you know? And then she would read it at night and then during the day, she would tell her friends the, the story. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the quote, Neil Gaiman says, it, it, it storytelling is not a, uh, a a privilege it's a right and it's it's something that we would die for really you know it's something that's innate within us and stuff and maybe you know chimps and monkeys are able to tell each other stories and dolphins and stuff but as far as i know i mean it's a, it's pretty unique to the human thing you know like mm-hmm. maybe crows i've seen crows chirp at each other sometimes i'm like maybe are they talking about something real you know like i think they're conspiring to like poop on our heads right 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 and they're very smart and did you know they know how to crack nuts into in the street they take nuts and put them in the street and then a car runs them over you know life is huge wow right you know modernized crows yeah exactly exactly yeah but back to my point i think but the reason i bring up that story thing is not all stories just as in life are like these happy stories. They're weird and this and that. And I think when you're a kid, you start learning those little storytelling things. And when you see, when you have a friend that has seen a horror film, let's say, I know this is very specific to me, but like, I know a lot of people can relate to this. When you have a friend that has seen a horror film and you're a kid and you're asking them what was in it, what, what happened? What was the scariest part? Blah, 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 blah. I think that's a part of being a kid. And Candyman really tapped into that thing because of that thing with the mirror and this and that. But there were other elements of Candyman that I, that were lost on me when I was younger. And one of them is, so basically I'll I'll tell you the story of Candyman. Do you mind if I spoil things? No, not at all. I was actually going to ask. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So it's based on a story by Clive Barker called the forbidden. I believe 
it was directed by a man named Bernard Rose. This is off the top of my head. If you want to confirm it, it, okay. it I, I just to give him his credit, but like I think it was directed by a man named Bernard Rose. And it was, and mind you, I have some listeners that are like, Nas, what the fuck? I know what Candyman is and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Don't listen. I'm doing this for Captain Morgan's generation that don't know about these wonderful things. Okay, fuck off. Go listen to something else. Um, but if you want to keep listening, that's fine. I love you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Okay, so, uh, you know, Candyman, it was based on this story called The Forbidden. And in this original story, it took place in Liverpool and uh, in England and stuff. And there was a, a, a graduate studies woman, like an academia woman that was going to college and she wanted to do a story about this horrible neighborhood, this ghetto, essentially. And there was, I, I read, I think I read this in, the, in one of the blogs of, because I read that short story when I was in junior high. I don't remember really much from it, except a few details, like really grim details, but I don't remember much from it. And it was about this, so she goes to this, the projects basically, essentially, and, um, and nobody in the story was, I think, explicitly black. Um, I think that was added in the film, mm -hmm. and along with a, a few other details. But in the story, it's just very much she, she's studying. And then she hears about this Candyman. Now, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure this was in the short story because it disturbed the fuck out of me when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And it's in the movie, the first movie, and it's so upsetting but when she goes and starts hearing stories about Candyman, this one kid tells her this story about this other kid that was like with his mom or whatever and they went out maybe to a store or something and mind you forgive me listener whatever if you're very familiar with this and i'm getting facts wrong this was so long ago and this is just kind of i'm just riffing because i've seen the movie recently i haven't read any of this stuff recently the kid Long story short, he gets castrated by Candyman. Like Candyman snips his junk off and he's a kid. Mm -hmm. and, and that's like a famous story in that neighborhood. Like Candyman did that and blah, 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 blah. And then honestly, I don't remember too much of the short story other than like that. And, and then she just sort of goes deeper into this thing. I barely remember, it was so long ago and I'm like at 38 right now and I was 12 <laughs> at the time or 13, you know. Uh -huh. um, but the movie, there are certain things that the movie added. And one of the things that it added was that element of say his name three times and he'll appear. Oh, and so that's new. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's, that's pretty much an invention of the film. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost like a lot of what we know about modern werewolf lore is created by this screen screenwriter Kurt Syedmak. Syedmak, or I don't even know how the fuck to pronounce his name, but he, he's a screenwriter. He's the one that wrote the original Wolfman. So like the silver bullet that can only kill a Wolfman, that's from a movie. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like one of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And so Candyman, it's it's kind of the same thing. Like that that wasn't in the original story and stuff. And so the the first movie was it directed by Bernard Rose? Did yes. You yeah, yeah, it you're was, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so directed by Bernard Rose. I saw it a little later, like in, in junior high. I actually saw the sequel, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh, first, which I remember it being all right, but the thing is I was younger and I could watch it right now and maybe it won't hold up, I don't know. But it did have an element that's really great 
and I'll, I'll get to that. Um, that is in the first one. But basically, it follows this actress, Virginia Madsen, and she's playing the student role. And she's in academia. And her world is very prissy and very, you know, neoliberal kind of, you know, kind of thing. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not a political guy or anything. I'm not against any, you know, whatever. You know, like I sounded like a alt-right guy by when I said that, you know. Yeah, but no, uh, good. <laughs> Right, thank you, thank you. Gotta, gotta make sure, yeah. Um, and, and so she decides to do a paper much like in the short story she decides to do a paper on these housing projects called cabrini green and the thing is the location is switched from liverpool to chicago and she goes to these products projects and you know i was talking to bobby because bobby said he saw it recently and like there's a part like now here's the thing it's a very it seems to be a very specific choice on the director's part and it's I, for, for the sake of realism, I mean, it works and stuff. It's, it, and it just makes it very interesting. And I'll tell you why it makes it interesting. But the element that I'm saying is everybody in the projects is African-American. You know what I mean? Like, it's very realistically portrayed. It's mm-hmm. the th- And the reason I bring that up is because most films, horror films, yeah. at that time, they were usually set in a sort of, like, white suburban sort of thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we're the teenagers and it's like, you know, maybe one black guy, you know, and he gets killed pretty early on. You know what I mean? Which is where that whole cliche comes from. The black guy dies at the first thing in the movie any minority dies first. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know? know. Um, and so that made it interesting and there were interesting scenes. I mean, there was a scene where she gets attacked and like, they go like, I hear you looking for the candy man bitch. And then they like hit her or something, you know? It's okay. interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's so, it was so much grittier than, say, the worlds that were being portrayed by horror films, like, say, Scream or something, even though Scream was a little after that. Yeah. Or, like, say, Nightmare on Elm Street, which was, you know, Elm Street, it's suburbs, you know, mm-hmm. like, this was in the projects. And then also, it just, it's, I, I like that it even exists just because of the fact that there is a sort of artistic document of that environment at that time. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to watch uh, most movies coming out of Hollywood at that time, I would have thought, wow, everyone is white and everyone is in the suburbs or, or is well off or something. I wouldn't know that there were like other people out there and stuff like that. So I think it's like really interesting. So it's a good movie. And the way the movie ends is this. She, Candyman is played one of the, best things about the movie and I'll get to it in in talking about you know this newer one is the performance by this guy Tony Todd who plays Candyman and he has this amazing voice and he's just so distinguished and he's so cool he's an African-American man and he has this like deep voice and he just he's he's amazing he's an amazing actor Mm -hmm. and he plays Candyman and then at the end of it I just saw the end of it like last week, like after I saw the recent one, I remember she takes, she tries to rescue this baby because I guess the Candyman is going to kill the baby or something like that. And then um, she takes the baby and then some hocus pocus shit happens. And then one of his motifs is he has bees in his rib cage. Like when he opens up his jacket, there's like bees everywhere, right? Like, because his, his backstory was he was this great painter during like old, slavery times because he's you know he's african-american and he was this painter and he met this woman 
and they fell in love and they made love. And then the father caught him. And then she said, oh no, that was, we weren't, was, uh, I didn't want that. And yeah. then, and then, so then the father and a lynch mob basically cut off his hand and then smeared it with honey. And then they had bees sting him and stuff. And then that's why he has a hook for a hand and stuff. Oh. And then um, I remember, and this was in Farewell to the Flesh. This is just coming back to me. I guess this is how he gets the power of the mirror or just sort of symbolically. They make him look at himself. They're like, ah, you know, like, um, and I remember that's why I liked it when I was, when I liked Candyman 2, Farewell to the Flesh when I was a kid, because it goes into his origin and stuff. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it'll hold up, but it was cool, you know, for me at the time. And so they do that. So then Virginia Madsen, the woman that plays the student, she takes the baby and then they, she goes to this like big heap of garbage and she's trying to hide and stuff. And then all of the people of the neighborhood think that Candyman took the baby. So, and they think that oh. Candyman took the baby into the garbage heap. So they all light the garbage heap on fire. And then um, she dies, right? Yeah. With the baby, or, or the baby gets rescued, right? Okay. <laughs> so, so, but then she dies. So then at the end of it, she has this like sort of like, wimpy kind of boyfriendish guy right and he's mm -hmm. like he's with this other lady and they're in their nice kitchen because they're like upper crust people or whatever yeah. and then she's like he's like oh you know i'm so sad or whatever and then he goes into the mirror and then he says her name and then she uh like it implies like she rams the she comes out and she rams the hook up his anus essentially and uh -huh. just sort of yeah and just like sort of fucking murders him and then that's the end of the movie and i'm like wow as a kid i'm like this is this is amazing this is uh, you don't need gone with the wind in this world you need the candy man you know like um uh, no you need all cinema but um so that was Candyman one so you know the lore and stuff so i can go into this new one yeah. and that was a bit how many minutes did i go for that by the way for that yeah. i mean we're at 26 right okay now, awesome okay okay well yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure because this is this is academia guys this is this is mr red film studies okay so basically this is just to my thoughts on the new one okay and i'm just going to give them to to the to the world raw mm. when i first saw the trailers i thought okay this could be cool this, this looks interesting um i i i don't usually uh know what a movie is going to be until i see it but it looked pretty good now here's the thing i thought it was going to be a straight up uh reboot the the way the trailer was structured and now mind you from here on out okay i will say this i'm going to give my rating for the for the movie and then i will um go into my thoughts i'm going to give my rating in case you want to hear it and then i'm going to go into my thoughts which are totally spoiler so i'll give the listener time Okay. And we can timestamp it and everything. But yeah. my my rating is on a scale of one to 10 ice cream cones, which was our old rating scale, um, on the scale of one to 10 ice cream cones and ice cream sundae being a, it blew me away and banana split means it gave me mixed feelings and puke means I hate it. It was an ice cream sundae. And I'll- Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Um, no, you know what? <laughs> no, Mr. Costa, it was an- ice cream sundae all the way. I'm, I'm going to stand by that and I'll tell you why. Okay, so the trailer makes you think that it's gonna be a straight up reboot, okay? Yeah. It makes you think that they're starting fresh. They're gonna do a new thing like they do with these horror films. Like just start fresh, boom. The, the, the last one didn't even happen. So the movie follows this dude, African-American gentleman, and he's an artist. 
and he has this girlfriend who who's uh, has a slimy acquaintance who's his art dealer, like runs a gallery and whatnot. And the art dealer, now mind you, okay, on a, I rarely judge movies based on their scripts because if I did, I would never be happy. I wouldn't be a happy moviegoer. If you judge every movie based on their script, you'd be like, oh, I saw that before. This is a formula. This is stupid, blah, 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 blah. There was an element of it that I've seen, which is the artist type getting drawn into a dark world based on a subject that he's interested in. You know what I mean? And I've, I've seen that before. But it was done well. So basically, he's this guy, and then he goes to Cabrini Green, which is the old where the projects were. Mm. Now, it's completely gentrified. Mm. And it was gradually, as I was watching it, that I began to realize and appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me, that the movie was not a hard reboot. The movie was, in fact, a continuation of the first one. I think the movie is ignoring the second and third one, which I haven't seen the third one, and I heard mixed things about it. I've heard actually really bad things about it, and then I heard... I, the mixed thing I heard was an article that said, is it really that bad? So, you know, I've heard mixed things, but the, I'm assuming they're just ignoring the continuity of the second and third one. And basically, somebody tells him the story of this woman that was investigating Candyman and she goes and then she took a baby and then she died in the fire and blah, blah, blah. Somebody tells him this. So this dude, as he starts investigating Candyman, he gets like deeper drawn into it and he starts to get like nuts and weird and shit. Like he starts to like get like weird markings on him and stuff because I think he said Candyman or something and he starts noticing bees and shit and blah, 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 blah. blah. And the reason I'm giving it an ice cream sundae, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I'm... And it's only this reason, really. I mean, it, A, because it, it draws the whole mythology together and blah, 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 is this. The ending got a massive, massive... I'm going to use a wrestling term, pop from the crowd. A pop means when, like, there's a surprise and the crowd goes, Ooh! oh, You know, it's a pop. Yeah. Okay. It got a massive pop, at yeah. least for me. And the, and, and the audience, like I went and saw it in Marina Del Rey and it was a fun audience. It was the Saturday matinee. And so. Mm -hmm. so he goes, okay, the, the, the girlfriend is basically like, she breaks up with him because he's a mess. He becomes a mess. He becomes obsessed with the candy man. And she's like, dude, this shit isn't real. This is all in your head. You're going nuts. And on top of that, he's getting these gnarly skin problems. Like, it, like shit's just happening to him, right? Yeah. And... He, she finally leaves him, because, and rightfully so, because he, what happens? Like, I think he accidentally, like, he pushed her or something. But then the way the movie frames it, just to keep him kind of likable, or so he does something where it's abusive, right? But it wasn't like, I'm not making an excuse for the guy, but I'm just saying the way it's framed, I'm saying he didn't like strike her in the face or something, but like he did something that you shouldn't do. Like he used some sort of force. I just don't remember what it was. But then, so then her brother says like, I'm, I'm getting you out of here, you know, like get out of here. So she leaves him for a second. And then long story short, this other guy that knows a lot about Candyman, uh, basically he's this guy that owns a dry cleaner or something. He gets in with this guy and... They're basically, he's like, he basically finds out. Are you ready for this? I'm happy you're sitting down. I'm scared. He 
was that, and I'm saying this low because our door is open so we don't bake in here and the, there are people outside that want to see Candyman mm-hmm. in our office. Mm-hmm. He was that baby. Isn't that nuts? What the heck? Right, yeah. Wow. And that wasn't even the pop that, that I'm talking about. So what yeah. happens is, okay, so people start saying Candyman, right? Like there's this cool part, right, where these like four girls and it sort of sets them oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's in the part? trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that part's awesome because like they're mean to this one girl and you feel bad for the one girl. Yeah. And then they get their comeuppance. You oh, know good, what I mean? Good, yeah, good, yeah good. it was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the coolest part was I won't totally, spo- well, okay, I will, I've already spoiled a lot, but like mm. when the final part, and this is, I, I love this and I really enjoy this and I like that horror is able to be topical and is able to use things that happen in real life and it's able to kind of be a, a, a fun house mirror or a regular mirror even. Um, I mean, with the way the world is, I mean, sometimes you have to downplay things just because things are so crazy. But I like that they reflect our society, not to sound pretentious. But like in the original, I don't think the cops were like a huge element. Like they weren't some big villainous thing in the in the piece, you know. Mm-hmm. In this one, there is this sort of motif of, because bees are a big part of the character, a swarm of cops is kind of a thing in this. Like... It goes, one of the things that threw me off about thinking that this was a hard reboot was the fact that they have this other guy that uh, they talk about. And they say, yeah, he would go around giving candy to the kids and stuff like that. And then they called the cops on him and then the cops came and they, you know, killed him or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why I thought it was a hard reboot because I thought that was the Candyman, right? Mm -hmm. And knowing that, I was like, okay, whatever. This movie will be B, B plus, B minus, or A ice cream cones or whatever, you know? But really, he is just a, a, a vessel for the soul of the Candyman. You know, like that guy that they were talking about in the trailer, he's just like a, a vessel for, for the Candyman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Candyman was waiting for this main guy to go into his body because he was like his son, basically, or, so, or something like that. Not really his son, but like it's like he's the next one, right? Yeah. So the cops come to rescue, not even rescue, they're, they're not great cops, you know? Like yeah. they come and the girl... They, they take the, the guy's girlfriend and they throw her in the back of the squad car, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, shut up. You know, like they're really mean to her and stuff like that. And then she looks in the mirror and she goes, Candyman, Candyman. She, she says it, right? Yeah. And it's just so cool, Captain Morgan, because like now we have the special effects capabilities to show people getting like, like shanked by like an invisible force or something and it just Uh looks like a neat special effect and all the cops just get it like it's pretty awesome and then it leads to the ultimate pop that i have gotten from a movie in a second where he transforms basically in like a millisecond or something my i I gotta go watch it again um to the original candy man tony todd like the actor that played the original plays him and he looks at the girl and he says, tell everyone. And he just kind of flies away or something. And then that was the movie. Wow. And I was like, that was fucking, Miss DaCosta, <laughs> congratulations, Miss DaCosta. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I'm going to have, you know, I, I want to I wanna talk to her. 
I would really like to speak to her. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her people and see if she'll come here. And and I I I've got so many questions and stuff. It was I, that good. It was that good. I mean, because wow. the thing is, like, look, maybe I'm biased because the things that I carry from when I was a kid, I'm very inclined to like the the products that are based on them that are released now if they're done well and they're done with love. And this was done with love. It was done with love and it was also done with social consciousness. Like, if that yeah. even makes sense. Like, it, it, it's, it wasn't a dumb movie. It, it had a lot on its mind, you know? Like, I, I read the AV Club review and I believe they gave it a B, which isn't bad, or B plus, or B minus, or B, yeah. B, you know. They said that it seemed that the, and I'm just saying this to counterbalance my thing. They said that it had a lot of, it seemed to have more things to say as opposed to things to scare us with or something. I think that was the gist of the review. Oh, but I, see. I, I thought it was fun. The crowd enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it, and that was it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. That's my 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 nutshell thoughts on Candyman. Huh. Would you go see it with friends? I mean, well, now that you know everything. I mean, now that, well, <laughs> it, it's still not the same. It right. probably won't be the same, but yeah, I'm kind of convinced to go see it now. Oh, really? I yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, no, honestly. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, if But it, I want to watch the original yeah. first and then I think it's on Netflix. It. Oh, perfect. Or Peacock or one of those. Well, I don't, nowadays they kind of set it up like that. Cause you know, nowadays everything's like a reboot. Yeah. Um, so the streaming platforms now they're smart and they're like, we're going to release the original or the film that was before this. So you yeah. have to pay for our yeah, stream yeah. platform to watch it. And then you can go see the new yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for that, Captain Morgan. And mm -hmm. that's a, that you have good business sense. You, you know how these guys work. Uh, I'm yeah. going to sip my Thank last you. bit of coffee here. <laughs> well, class. That was the uh, Wild 7 Film Studies film analysis. That was just, you know, film review. I, I usually don't review films, but when I really like something, I will because why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if, yeah. if I really enjoy it, I don't think it would hurt Mr. DaCosta or the good people that made that film to say that I really enjoyed it and, and sort of, yeah, I, I know I spoiled, but we put it in the show notes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah so, so. You, you were warned like verbally and you also, you know, if you read the little timestamps, yeah. you were warned. You heard that from Captain Morgan yeah. and she speaks sense. She has a lot of good common sense. So anywho, um, listen, so let me just give a few things. Um, please like, share and subscribe to our new new wish youtube channel yeah. uh we did all of our uh animation journals and i'm making one final one to sort of sum up everything yeah. captain morgan you edited those i did those I were did. those were beautifully edited yeah it's yeah. a lot of jump cuts you know make it youtube friendly right right because people who watch youtube they don't want to wait they don't like waiting for just even a single breath so right, you gotta right. cut it out exactly because yeah. you you grew up on i imagine PewDiePie. Yeah, PewDiePie was a big thing in my childhood. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah. Do you, are you a fan? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Well, I mean, I don't watch him as much anymore. Right, it's right. Very That's energetic. So interesting. But, yeah. It's so interesting how culture changes and stuff. Well, <laughs> shout out PewDiePie. Even though he's not listening, he's like a gajillionaire, right? Like he has yeah. like ten trillion things. You know what I like about that guy? Go for it. He's like a millionaire. You know, he's like the most famous on YouTube, most subscribers, plenty of money. But he still keeps making content that's just like enjoyable to him. And he's one of the few people that is very successful, but doesn't take himself seriously. Right, right, right. Which makes him enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, what do you think of H3H3? Do you know them? 
No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I once said not nice things about them. I just want to apologize for that. Oh, okay. It was stupid. It was a while ago. I, I thought about that the other day. I was like, I, why, why did I say not? No, I didn't say not nice things. I, there was a rumor going around and I just shared the rumor. And I was like, why did you share that rumor? Like, we had a new intern and I was, you know, just, just, yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I was just talking on the podcast. This was months ago. No, but anyway, good. so if that gets unearthed, I just want to say, Hey, H3H3, I'm sorry, man. You know, who cares? <laughs> in case you're listening. Right, in yeah. case you're listening, which you're not. But anyway, anywho, yeah. anywho, anywho. But with the animation journal, I just want to say, if you want to see uh, Mr. Red slowly, <laughs> like, lose his mind yeah. and turn insane, yeah. watch the animation journal. Thank you, Captain Morgan. And we have to yeah. do another one just basically saying, like, I'm back from the land of insanity. Cause I mean, that was, you You saw it from those videos. That was, yeah. of everything in Debbie, that was the worst thing of making Debbie and the Devil. That was yeah. truly the worst part of making Debbie and the Devil doing the animation. I hated it so much. Like it was, ugh, it sucked. Well, like it's, I mean, you did it <laughs> right. primarily on your own. So that's a lot yeah, of yeah. work. And in a month, yeah, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Captain. So, so good, good, good that, for you. Thank you, thank you. Let's give myself a round of applause. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, so uh, lots of fun stuff is coming on our uh, YouTube. Also, Amigas is almost done pretty much. Like, I feel like we're like 24 hours away from little things that they need to get and stuff yeah. like that. And April said they're just filming one more day. And yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then um, that's coming very soon. And then Diaspora is in the works as well. Um, a lot of stuff is happening. Follow us on all of our social medias and stuff. Follow us on Instagram at Wild Seven Studios. Uh, we update it every day, pretty much. And uh, like, share, and subscribe to these podcasts, of course. And also, Ashley is back. Yes, with Simpin After Dark. Mm -hmm. Sad girl. She's not a sad girl, but that's a, a simpin after the acronym, you know, simpin oh. after dark, you know. Oh, you get it? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. I'm like, she I, has more bad bitch energy than <laughs> yeah, sad girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's, she's amazing. She's back. I listened to her previous episode. She had some uh, uh, interesting gentlemen on, and they were talking about what they usually talk about, which is the, 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 the ever going struggle between the sexes, the relationship stuff. And Are those the ski mask guys? Those ski mask guys. Wow. Yeah. So their thing, I guess, is they wear pink ski masks like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. I've, they were nice boys. Yeah. They, they were, were good boys. Yeah. The, the, they were very from, like, from, you met them. Yeah. I bet I like talked to them briefly. What were their so, names? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Well, I apologize boys, but I just want to say something, you know, with the ski masks. I'm like, whoa, I thought they were going to be nuts or something. They were very nice boys. Yeah. You boys are very nice. Comb your hair, take the ski masks off, and be nice boys that you're nice boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then they lose their edge. Exactly. You need yeah. the ski masks because mm -hmm. they're nice boys. Yeah. You, you can't be nice. Yeah. Nobody, not everybody <laughs> can be insane like me. You know what I mean? That's, it's, it's just a, you know, I'm a unique beautiful rose in this desert of Hollywood known as Los Angeles. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, okay, I'm losing it. Okay, <laughs> all right. So follow us, uh, YouTube, all that stuff. And then, of course, the dragon, Debbie and the devil. We are submitting it to festivals. We have some things we would like to announce pretty soon, but it is, it is premature to say anything yet. But we will keep you posted as always. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a cool three-day weekend and stuff. Do you have anything planned, Captain Morgan? I'm going to San Diego. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh nice. I have a lot of homework though, so I have to do that before I go. Oh really? Yeah, school just started. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. How many classes do you have? Uh, five. Five? Yeah. That's like high school schedule, right? Yeah, like, I know. Damn. I'm trying to get out of high, like uh, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. You're gonna go far, kid. Like, I, I trust me. You know, like mm -hmm. you're you're making all the right moves. I, I tell you. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred and follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred and uh, email me at Nasred at WildSevenStudios.com. Email April if you like at April at WildSevenStudios.com. And uh, yeah, just follow us and yada yada, bing bang boom. That was it. I just wanted to talk about Candyman. That's really it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I want to have fun, and sometimes I just want to talk about. Candyman. I'm just waiting for the. Okay. And, uh, shoot a movie. Not a person. Say my name three times in the mirror and I will come and hug you. Goodbye. If you're a fan of the Wild 7 podcast, make sure to check out the other shows on the Wild 7 podcast network, like Simpin' After Dark and In the Words of Alex Rogers. 